There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 97.1 FM The Drive presents the Behind the Song Podcast, taking you deeper into classic rock's most timeless tunes. Here's your host, Janda. In this episode of Behind the Song, let's dig into the lyrics of Come Together by The Beatles. Come Together is the opening track on the band's Abbey Road album. Released in 1969, it was their last recording work together before they broke up officially a year later. And some speculate that the lyrics of this seemingly nonsensical song underline the tensions within the band. Like most Beatles songs, the tune is credited to Lennon-McCartney, but this one is really all about John Lennon, especially the lyrics. The song actually started out as a campaign song for famed psychologist and LSD advocate Timothy Leary's California gubernatorial campaign against Ronald Reagan. The idea came about after Leary and his wife joined John Lennon and Yoko Ono in Montreal in June of 1969 for their Bed In for Peace. Leary and his wife were part of the hotel room recording for Give Peace a Chance, and afterward Lennon offered to help with his campaign by writing a campaign song. Now Leary's slogan at the time was, Come Together, Join the Party. That's from the Chinese Book of Changes, the I Ching. So Lennon started writing lyrics by riffing off of that. But Leary was arrested and incarcerated for possession of marijuana, which ended his political campaign. So Lennon took the song and finished it with what he called gobbledygook lyrics. Leary actually heard the finished version on the radio while he was in prison. And when he later gave a mild protest to Lennon about him taking his campaign song, Lennon replied that he was a tailor and Leary was a customer who had ordered a suit and never returned, a response that Leary really had no choice but to be charmed by. Aside from Leary's part in the genesis of Come Together, it's hard to imagine a more uncomfortable time for the Beatles as a whole and for John Lennon in particular than the time period leading up to recording Abbey Road. Tensions were already high within the band, their management, and their record label for personal, financial, and contractual reasons. And the recordings happened right after Lennon, Ono, Ono's daughter Kyoko, and Lennon's son Julian had been in a serious car crash in Scotland. Ono's injuries were so serious from the crash that Lennon demanded a bed be put into the studio for her while they were recording so she could be near him as she recuperated to the exasperation of the rest of the band. The intro that is sung at the beginning of the song and at the end of each chorus is pretty unforgettable, where Lennon claps and sings the words, Shoot me, over and over. Allegedly, the words, shoot me, weren't intended to mean being shot by a gun, but a reference to desiring drugs. It could also be a message of exasperation, how we say jokingly, oh, just shoot me, when we're made to do something we don't want to do. Either way, the lyrics continue to haunt, 
Given Lennon's death at the end of Mark David Chapman's gun, outside of his New York City apartment in 1980. Now, many believe that the song is actually devoted to each one of the Fab Four, a piercing commentary by Lennon on himself and his bandmates, masked in absurdity. Now, per this legend, the first verse is about Ringo Starr, the second about George Harrison, the third a self-parody by John Lennon, and the fourth verse about Paul McCartney. So if we look at the song from that perspective, Ringo gets off kind of light with the first verse. Goes like this. Here come old flat top. He come grooving up slowly. He got juju eyeball. He won holy roller. He got hair down to his knee. Got to be a joker. He just do what he please. So Ringo is the joker just having a good time. Grooving up slowly could be a reference to his drumming abilities improving over time. These lines would yield new trouble for Lennon, however, as he was actually sued over the here-come-old-flat-top-and-grooving-up-slowly lines by a man named Morris Levy, who owned the publishing for the song You Can't Catch Me by Chuck Berry. You Can't Catch Me contains the lyrics... Here come a flat top. He come moving up with me. After much back and forth, Lennon agreed to record three other songs that were owned by Levy, two of which were released on Lennon's rock and roll record in 1975 to settle the lawsuit. Lennon told the writer David Sheff in the 1980 book All We Are Saying that it is nothing like the Chuck Berry song, but they took me to court because I admitted the influence once years ago. And for his part, Paul McCartney takes credit for slowing the song down with the bass line, as, in his opinion, the original demos sounded too similar to the Chuck Berry tune. He has said that this was basically his only contribution. The song continues with the Shoot Me interlude, and then on to the second verse, the one many think is a message to George Harrison. He wear no shoe shine. he got toe jam football, he got... Monkey finger, he shoot Coca-Cola. He say, I know you, you know me. One thing I can tell you is you've got to be free. And then the chorus, come together right now over me. Now Harrison fully embraced being a Hare Krishna and the freedom of hippie culture in general, often going barefoot. Football, what Americans know as soccer, and what every kid in the UK and Europe grows up playing, so there's that. Monkey finger? Dexterity in his guitar-playing hands. Shoot Coca-Cola? A thinly-veiled drug reference. And the song goes on to the third verse, where Lennon might direct his lyrics to himself. He got bag production. He got walrus gumboot. He got Ono sideboard. He won spinal cracker. He got feet down below his knee. Hold you in his armchair. You can feel his disease. And then the chorus. Come together right now over me. Bag production was Lennon and Ono's public relations company, bagism being their way of trolling reporters and the rest of the world by putting bags over their head in protest of prejudice. The Walrus makes another appearance next, as it did in the Beatles' I Am the Walrus and Glass Onion, with the Walrus gumboot line. Ono's sideboard is an obvious reference to Yoko, 
the sideboard might mean how she's seen by the rest of the band and the world as a disruptive distraction. Spinal Cracker could be about Ono walking on Lennon's back, as was sometimes their practice. And Hold You in His Armchair, You Can Feel His Disease, is said to have been mistyped when the lyrics were published, having been written as Hold You in His Arms, Yeah, You Can Feel His Disease. But Lennon saw the armchair part on the typo and liked it better. It could be, but it could also be a line about self-loathing, with Lennon feeling as if everything he embraced would become sick. After one failed marriage, scrutiny over his relationship with Ono, and with his band now breaking apart. Then the Shoot Me interlude comes again, followed by Lennon yelling, Right! Before the guitar solo, and Lennon repeating the word, Come. Then the fourth verse, which could be for Paul McCartney. He roller coaster. He got early warning. He got muddy water. He won mojo filter. He say one and one and one is three. Got to be good looking because he's so hard to see. Then the chorus. Come together right now over me. So here, McCartney was known as the good-looking one, and he had a particularly mercurial relationship with Lennon at the time, making him so hard to see eye-to-eye with. One popular theory is that the one-and-one-and-one-is-three line feeds into the Paul-is-dead legend, meaning he's gone and the other three Beatles remain, and hard to see in that context could refer to Paul being but a ghost. The line says, he say one and one and one is three, though, meaning that McCartney is the one doing the talking to Lennon and he's the one gone, while the other three, Paul, George, and Ringo, remain. Either way, there is an ultimatum in these lines, Lennon saying, one of us is out. And the song ends with the shoot me interlude, followed by Lennon repeating, come together, as the song fades. Almost as soon as it was released, other artists began covering Come Together. Aerosmith were filmed doing their cover of it in the Robert Stigwood production of the 1978 film Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, a terribly bad-slash-good movie that everyone should see at least once. They went on to have great success with their cover, and it's a staple of classic rock radio today. Many other artists have covered the song, including Ike and Tina Turner, The Eurythmics, The Supremes, The Arctic Monkeys, Soundgarden, Gary Clark Jr., and even Paul McCartney, who put out a version in the 90s with Noel Gallagher and Paul Weller, calling themselves the Smokin' Mojo Filters for the project. Named, of course, after the line, He Won Mojo Filter in the fourth verse of Come Together, the verse for Paul. Recorded in July of 1969, the Beatles' Come Together went to number one on the Billboard chart in the U.S. and number four in the U.K. when it was released in October. In September, John Lennon told the rest of the band in private that he was leaving the Beatles, and Paul announced that he would be leaving the following April. Ironic, then, that John Lennon would write a song called Come Together on the eve of the breakup of the world's biggest rock and roll band. And as for the lyrics, he always said that other than the title, they were just quote-unquote gobbledygook, leaving it for us fans to decide 
whether there was more to those absurd lines than just a rhyme. I'm Janda, and this has been Behind the Song. Special thanks to Christian Lane for sound design and engineering. On the way, episodes about the Pretenders, the Eagles, and more classic rock and roll.